this is Kelly Torres and I am the librarian at Knowlton Elementary School. And with us today, we also have uh, Dawn Haswell and I'm a reading specialist at Knowlton Elementary School. Okay, so since we're about halfway through our reading of PACS, we wanted to take some time to discuss what we have learned about the characters and their relationships so far. And um, one way we can learn more about the characters is by noticing their thoughts and their words and their actions, which we have definitely seen a lot of that with this, um, with the way the story is written and the multiple perspectives. Right, what I've noticed a lot where they're switching back and forth between Pax and Peter. And that really gives us some good insight into what are the thoughts with these different characters? And we can see both characters, not just one or the other, but we get to see the thoughts for both of these characters. Yes, and um, as we were uh, discussing, it really deepens our understanding of those characters, um, the character development. You know, we get to see these characters grow. Um, and um, I, I really enjoy reading stories that have um, multiple perspectives um, because it gives us um, two different ways to think. And um, it's at that same time, it's also growing our empathy, our understanding of what these characters are doing and why they are doing it. All right, I agree with that. It really does help you with the empathy and helping you think about other people's point of view, not just your own or just one point of view. Yeah. Um, okay, so then what we also wanted to talk about is just getting down to more specifics is actually Peter and Pax themselves. And how are Peter and Pax similar? And what is their relationship like? Don, what, what, you want to go first? Sure. So one thing I've noticed about both Peter and Pax is they seem to feel responsible for each other. I've noticed that. And they both also seem to have a lot of anxiety in general. I've noticed that with both of them through their actions. Um, I remember Pax, whenever Peter would leave for the day that he would be so anxious, he'd be pacing his cage and trying to dig at the ground enough that he'd tear up his paws, things like that, that he was felt so responsible and worrying about whether Peter was safe or not whenever he was away from him. Yeah, I mean, I, I would totally agree with that. Their their connection is so deep and it from the very beginning, it was almost like this faded relationship, right? Like they found each other at um, that perfect time and both of them starting out somewhat similar as far as, um, um, Peter losing his his mom and Pax um, and and his litter and um, it was just one of those um, perfect meetings and yeah the the connection the relationship is really really strong and and even through what we've seen so far this this longing of finding each other again. Um, Although I, I mean, I have to do, I, I do have to say that I am noticing um, probably more changes in Pax than I am in Peter, as far as you know what life is like now. Um, 
you know, being in the home now versus being in the wild. There's, I don't know if you're seeing that as well, but I, I am seeing a, a, a little more of a change with PACS right now. Right. PACS seems to be kind of relaxing a little bit more and kind of starting to get used to being out in the wild. Whereas yeah, still Peter weird. has a lot of, a lot of anxiety Sorry, still worrying about him. I was. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I mean, he's, he's got this whole space, right? I mean, he can just let himself run and um, that is super exhilarating for him. He's never experienced that before. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting, even, even just halfway, how, how we're starting to see some of those changes in our, in our characters. Yeah. One thing that, you know, I was just thinking about something that P that Peter said when Vola was talking to him, she, she was asking Peter, she said, what are you going back for? Is it for your home or for your pet? And he said, it's this, they're the same thing. So that really shows you how much Peter values him. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That was a, that was a really um, important line I noticed as well. Yeah. It's a, um, yeah, I, I just, I think part of me is like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult um, to see where, where this goes because I mean, Pax is meeting these, these other foxes and, and he's, and he's learning so much um, that I just, I wonder, I wonder what that means for him. I don't know. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, this Another, question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the other thing I was thinking about was Peter and you know how he seems to be so much more connected right now, at least to Pax than even to his own father. And yes. it, that it appeared that at one point Peter was more connected to his father because Pax was remembering when his father used to sit and read books to him and things like that. But now since his, since Peter's mother died, it seems like they're growing apart. Yes. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting when Vola was like, well, let's get this clear. Um, your father chose, he was not made to do this. He volunteered for this. And I think that was a little jolting to Peter to find that out. And um, that just kind of shows, yes, where they have started to um, distance from, from each other, definitely. And man, isn't there, I mean, at least still, um, there is such a fierce um, protection of Peter by Pax um, from from his father, there's no trust where that where those two are concerned. Yeah, I noticed that that Pax would, even though Pax was tiny, he would stand between Peter and his father to try to protect him, even when he was a little little kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you mentioned here, like I hadn't even thought about this, but the relationship between Bola and Bristle. Um, tell me, tell me what you're thinking about with that. Yeah, I, well, I noticed a lot about Vola and Bristle. They're both very standoffish when they meet Peter and Pax, that they okay. don't they don't want to have any kind of interaction with them. They're trying to keep people away from them. And I think it's probably partly because of their past and that they've had, you know, those traumatic events happen to both of them. 
And so they have a difficulty trusting others and that Peter and Pax are having to kind of earn that, that trust from them. Yeah. They're two very strong, independent, like woman characters, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then you have Peter and Pax who um, just haven't been out in that world, haven't been exposed to those types of experiences, much more innocent and mm -hmm. naive. Um, and so they're definitely learning um, very quickly and in some ways harshly, you know, what it, what it means to, to be exposed or be out there and vulnerable. Right. I, I find Vola a very interesting person because even though she's trying to push Peter away in some ways, you, you're starting to see her starting to, you know, accept him and want to help him and do things for him and um, things like that. I th think it's interesting to see that she, she it seems like Peter is ha starting to have an effect on her and not just her on him as well. I, I yeah. find her philosophy bingo cards very interesting. I'm wondering wh what's going to happen with those and what's going on with those. Yes. Well, and, and, you know, she's, she has an audience. She's got somebody to talk to. We're such social creatures. And as much as, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I don't, I don't need anybody. Um, I, I think that we do. And, and she has, has found that in Peter. Um, uh, kind of a confident and um, and someone who will listen. Right. It looks like she, it's like those bingo cards seem to be a way of her trying to find, you know, truth in the world, as, as you would say, you know, because she's had experiences that have just, I guess you would say, shattered her worldview and she's trying to put it back together. And I'm wondering yes. how Peter, you know, how Peter is going to be able to help her with that. Yes. Well, yeah, like she's, I mean, her time in the military, as she said, she did things she never thought she would do or could do. Um, and so now she's trying to, um, I don't know, trying to find some forgiveness or trying to find some way to move forward. Um, having had those experiences um, and she's trying to, you know, do it on her own. And, and, you know, as Peter said, like she's never left her grandfather's um, property, right? Because she still hasn't figured out who she is or what she stands for. I mean, you right. could spend your whole life, you could spend your whole life trying to figure that out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it seems like Pax is starting to have some influence on Bristol as well, whenever because Prissel was very untrusting of Pax simply because he smelled like a human. And it seems like she's starting to soften to him a little bit. <laughs> she's at least yeah. letting him be near them. <laughs> right. Well, and they've got Runt that kind of helps balance them. Like he's kind of their, mm -hmm. their peacemaker. Um, you know, Vola and Peter, I don't, aside from the raccoon that hangs out in the front, I don't know that they, <laughs> They really have that, but Runt has definitely um, helped kind of mediate between Bristol and and Pax. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, anything? Any other final thoughts, Don? Before we before we finish up. 
not much. I'm just, I'm looking forward to finding out, you know, how they're going to influence each other and what's really going to have finally happen with Peter and Pax in the end. I know. Well, I mean, we've, we left off, you know, right before this recording with um, at the end of chapter 15 and Pax has come to the same camp as Peter's father. So that's yeah, huge. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I know. So um, at the end, I was like, oh, my gosh. So that's that is exciting. But yes, I mean, it's kind of thinking about their these characters and their relationships. And, and I definitely think there's going to be some changing and some growing, whether that's for the good or not. I think that kind of depends on, you know, are you more of a a nature or nurture, like, do you, I mean, you know, is it more the wild? I don't know how their relationships will change, but I think that the, the wild is, has its pull, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't know. I think, I think readers are going to, um, readers are going to be torn. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I think it's, yeah, my prediction is kind of like, I'm thinking, you know, the, the, you're talking about the wild and then the tame and yeah. maybe a balance in between there somewhere is maybe they'll, you know, they're kind of rubbing off on each other. Bristol yeah. and Bola being more wild and Pax and Peter being more tame and they're kind of affecting each other. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a perfect connection. I love that. Yes, totally. All right. Well, keep reading with us and um, share your thoughts. Of course, we want to know what you're thinking, um, but we hope that you have enjoyed listening to us talk. And as always, don't hesitate to reach out and let us know what you are thinking or feeling about this story. All right. Bye. Thank you all for joining all right. and listening. <laughs> Bye.